0: Is the issue window with Albie and Brittany. We are airing out the laundry to clean your soul. Just kidding. You're going to leave with more stains than when you entered. Listen at your own risk. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us for episode three of the issue window. Albie's here, of course. Good morning, yep. Albie. Hi, (laughs) and uh we have our very first guest here today i'm really excited to welcome tim gallo hi tim
1: hi how are you
0: good good tim is one of me and alvy's best friends he's also alvy's partner at youngstown state university uh tim do you want to give us kind of a brief introduction of yourself besides that
1: Sure. Hi, my name is uh, Tim Gallo. Um, like Bernie said, I work along with Albie at Youngstown State. Uh, I've been there uh, almost eight, 18 years. That's, I mean, that's about it, really.
0: <laughs> okay. Have you been there your whole career, or how did you get started? As- um,
1: I, I started at Youngstown State in 2002 when, uh, when Albie moved on. Um, I, I took over his um before that, I was at um, Division Three College up by Cleveland John Carroll University. I was up there for about ten or eleven years. But that was yeah those
0: those were my only two jobs okay, continuing off of that, what brought you into equipment management like what you know what made you go into into that and you know from your original original major? um
1: Well, back in way back when in college, um, I was the student equipment manager for the football team, and I also worked for the baseball team. um, And I mean, I I had five different majors in college, and I ended up with a degree in accounting. But I wasn't just—I wasn't the type of of person to be in a in a cubicle every day. So I knew I wanted to be in sports. Mm -hmm. Um. So. Um, I started looking for equipment jobs when I graduated from college, and um, luckily I-, I got the opportunity to get into it at, at John Carroll, and um, that's all she wrote. Um,
0: yeah, so I mean, you've been you've been an equipment manager pretty well, like your whole your your whole career, and that definitely involves some pretty long like work hours, as Alvy's previously uh told us. Um, how do you avoid the burnout of the job?
1: Like he said, you said, you don't, you don't avoid it. You, you're going to get burned out at some point in time. Cause we do, we do, we work long hours. We work irregular hours, you know, weekends, nights, um, early mornings. So you're never going to avoid the burnout. You just have to find a, a time of the year, a time of the month, a time of the week to, to get some time for yourself. Whether it's, you know, just not being there for lunch, going out to lunch so you get away for an hour um, you, know, or, you know spending time with my wife, and you know just things like that those are the things that help me recharge you know and actually being home right now working from home it's probably going to recharge us a little bit once we get back things like that
0: how do you feel like you're dealing with the quarantine overall it has it been you know almost kind of a would you it sounds like it's almost like a kind of a positive break from work for you
1: yeah, it's a positive, it's I think it's definitely a positive
0: break. I mean,
1: I am handling it okay.
0: You know, I get to
1: sleep in a little bit longer. Um <laughs> you know, but I mean it, it it's just it's the, the the downside of it is and, and what I think about every once in a while, is you know, what lays ahead up ahead for us when we get back. I mean it's just you know, it's just not it's like some little elves there doing the work for us, so it's all just piling up. As far as, you know, the physical part of it, you know, getting getting things, you know, ready labeled, distributed, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Because um, the sports, once they, you know, once they get back into school, I mean, the sports are going to go no matter what. So we're going to have a lot to do when we get back as far as that. I mean, we can sit here and do all the paperwork we want and all the ordering we want and, and you know, inventory and bills and all budgets and all that stuff, but. It's not the physical part, and that sometimes, that's starting to scare me a little bit longer and longer than we keep going. <laughs> but, as always, we'll, we'll manage.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely can't imagine that a pile of boxes whenever you get back to the office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember in, or even if you listened to episode one, but Alvin and I had a slight back and forth about how many... Tennis balls are in a case. And yes. I know that you handle uh Olympic sports. And so can you actually tell me how many tennis balls are in a are in a case?
1: Well, there's three balls to a can, not four. <laughs> <laughs> and there are twelve cans per case. No, there's I take that back.
2: Oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy! Stop it! Oh boy!
0: <laughs> you didn't know, Albie.
2: I had three cans to a. I had three balls to a case. I mean, uh, to a to a tube.
0: Uh, not certified, folks. Isn't it
2: twenty-four? No, there's at least twelve cans in a case. Uh, I think there's twenty-four, which would be 20, 72 balls. That's right. Seventy-two balls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That's why. You, that's why you're the head
1: guy. We could pay all the big bucks.
2: I just couldn't remember because of my Alzheimer's. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Good thing we both have it. I know.
1: We help each other. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> it's just so that my brain is just so full of information. It's hard to keep it all in there.
2: Absolutely. It's processed. That's a lot, a lot of things to go through. I know.
0: It's like oh, a jam packed filing cabinet. Oh, <laughs> uh, Would you say that you and Albie work well, well together Then Tim? <laughs> I've been waiting for this question.
1: Oh <laughs> um, uh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we do. We, I, I think we do. I, I think we're, we're definitely different in a lot of ways, but we're the same in a lot of ways, which is a perfect compliment to each other. People can say what they want about us, and uh, they do, they do, but, <laughs> but we don't care. Uh, you know, we we always, we're always helping each other out, no matter what it is. I mean, that, that's work. Part of it's not even a I mean, Albie's my best friend. I mean, so I mean, but, yeah, I would say we work great together. I mean, I, I, when I interviewed for the job, I, Youngstown State, Elvie was the first person I met. He was in the equipment room. He was back for that weekend or that whatever period it was. And uh, I met him and we just clicked. we have just been friends from all that time on, you know, in the first, first month or so. I probably talked to him, I don't know, four, three, four, five times a week, if, if not quite more. Quite a bit.
2: Yeah, quite a bit.
1: Yeah, because, uh, you know, I didn't know where anything <laughs> was or I didn't know how things worked. And... So, but, yeah, he helped me out a lot at the beginning, and, you know, we just continued to be friends, and, and you know, we always talked about if there's a chance of him ever coming back to YSU, that we'd be doing exactly what we're doing, and I think, for the most part, we enjoy what we do. I mean, every job has its days.
2: I keep him on his toes most days. He never knows what's going to come out of my mouth.
1: Yeah. Ain't <laughs> hey, that the truth. <laughs> that, is, that is so much the truth. You never know what it's going to be like that day. But you know it's always going to be happy because he, I've never seen Albie in a bad mood. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen him mad. I mean, I know he's been mad a couple times, but he doesn't get mad. I'm the one that gets uh, – I'm the one with the anguish. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I definitely wear I, – yeah, I definitely wear my feelings on my sleeve. Uh,
0: that's why we love you, Tim. Yeah.
1: That's what our wife does, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, hey!
2: What's what's the what's the uh, what's the most valuable item you forgot you've forgotten to pack when you were still doing football, or even or even when you was even doing Olympic sports? Yeah,
0: I'm pretty interested in this. Can you top Alvi's, uh game ball? Uh, I don't know fiasco. I'll call it. Well, I
1: might not be able to top it, but I, I got a one interesting story. We were. I forget where we were traveling, but everything was going by truck. We weren't flying it, you know, or anything. So the truck, you know, right at the truck, the driver was coming, came out on Thursday. We packed everything up after practice, all the bags, all the equipment. And I don't know, it's probably like nine o'clock at night. And there's me and I think like three, three, three other, you know, equipment kids there. And, uh, the truck leaves. And, you know, back, back then, though, we were flying commercial, so to put anything on a plane was pretty expensive. So mm-hmm. we get, you know, truck leads, we start locking off, and all of a sudden, one of the kids start to off the, the, the field set of, a, of the headsets.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's
1: like, Tim, I think we forgot something. So I get on the phone with, with Carmen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who was our boss back then, and uh, he's like, hold on, let me try to give you he had to drive phone on so See where he was at, so he called him, and he was on, uh, like, he was on 680 somewhere right by Gerard. So he called us back and said, like, "All right, you guys got to get that in the car, go get it down to the house." And traffic was jam packed, so he was like almost in his bank, So he's like, "So he's in traffic. You gotta, you gotta find him and put it on the truck." And I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, hey, you got to do this. We're not gonna have it. I'm like, all right. So one of the, the things, uh, I think it was Maria, she had a SUV, so we put it back in the back of her thing, and Florest got in, and we were going down, um, we are going down, and we get to the highway, and, we, and I don't know, I mean, grace of God, we, he's sitting right there by the exit, so, but it's the, but it's the exit to come off, like, so we're like, what are we going to do? So we went up the wrong way. <laughs> and we found him he opened the back of the truck up put it in and we are like okay what?" We? so we started coming I don't know we started coming back down or something but by then the state trooper pulled right behind us and, oh, and I saw you no. go up the wrong way <laughs> and we told him the whole, we told him what we were doing and where we were from and all that and he, he's just like alright just be careful so I mean we didn't forget it but I mean, it was a story to get it there though but um you know, other than that, I mean, I, you know,
0: be sport wise. I'm so good; I don't
2: forget anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh boy. That's, that's right. There is the kiss of death oh. right there. <laughs> oh, at least you won't you won't forget to pack in a uniforms this spring?
1: No, I will not. Um...
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so I got a question for like both of you. What would be your superpower? And if you were like a crime-fighting duo, Tim, would you, be... <laughs> well, well, would would be, you be, be... Would you be the star? And would Alvy be your sidekick? And if so, what would Alvy be?
2: If actually it would be close related to, if you ever remember Saturday Life, the ambiguously gay duo. That'd be us. That would be us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's because
2: we talk about it all the time. Well, yeah, that could be us. That would be us.
1: Yeah, my superpower would be be able to read minds, because I would make my job a whole lot easier.
2: You can you can already do that, don't you know that? That's
1: no, the country, I'm just, yeah. Think. They think, yeah, I know they think that, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with I would agree with Alby on the duo. I mean, that's perfect.
2: I mean, if me for me, it'd be it'd be uh, time travel. That way, I could go jump ahead and see where I fucked up or go back behind and, you know, realize I got I got time to fix fix a mistake. Mm,
0: okay. I want mind control.
2: Oh, well.
0: We're yeah. not giving Elvy mind control. No, <laughs> I want mind
2: control.
0: <laughs> okay. I'll give it. I'll all. still
2: take time travel. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay you guys. Oh, well, Elvy didn't give us any uh recommendations for like TV. Um but I know that you really like to binge watch on Netflix, Tim. Do you got any recommendations right now?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, right now I'm watching uh, Supernatural.
0: What's that about?
1: Got two guys, two brothers that go around killing supernatural beings, oh. evil. You know, were, werewolves, vampires. Mm-hmm. Fourteen seasons, and I'm only on, I'm only on season two, or I just started season three.
2: You better, you better hope this quarantine goes a long time. Then.
1: <laughs> oh no, I, I knock out, got like. Yeah. Trust me, I knock out several episodes a day.
2: You're supposed to be working.
1: I am, I'm <laughs> working during it, <laughs> especially especially when Cheryl goes to work, and then it's just me all day long because I ch- I tend to like try on her to watch some things he likes to watch.
2: So when Cheryl goes to work, do you after she, after Cheryl goes to work in your home by yourself? Do you try her underwear on as you're sitting there all by yourself? I do try her
1: underwear on. <laughs> is, that not, is that not natural?
2: No, it's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Okay.
1: Uh, I thought that was natural.
2: Don't all guys, don't all married guys do that? Um, sure. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, those guys start talking about underwear, the the pair you bought me. Hey, those were nice, and they were cheap. They were cheap. They were on sale.
0: Why are you guys buying each other underwear? You guys are the gay duo.
2: You've seen the pair of underwear I bought him. The the yellow... Banana hammock.
0: Oh I seen those. I yes, I did. I seen those. No. Yeah.
2: I seen them on them.
0: No, you did not.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. Whatever you want to believe. We'll
1: let the yeah, we'll
2: let the viewers believe what they want. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, how about what is your grossest story from work?
1: My grossest story.
2: Oh yeah, besides dealing with me. Well
1: oh, yeah, you are pretty gross.
0: He is.
1: <laughs> like I said, you never know what you're gonna get. Um, grossest story. I mean, uh, I mean, it's obvious it, it it deals with laundry. Of course. People think, people think that, you know, football laundry is gross because there's so many of them and it's, you know, it's guys sweating and blah, 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 but trust me, if if you've ever done about 20 volleyball girls, it's not even close. They're, they're laundry because those girls, those girls sweat. Yeah, and sweat. I mean, they don't yeah. sweat
2: normally. Yeah, I mean, we don't. We're fortunate we don't have hockey, but
1: still. Yeah, or yeah. Res- or wrestling.
2: Oh yeah, wrestling too. Yeah, So we're fortunate in that regards. But ooh. yeah, no doubt.
0: That might be a continual poll that I do in the future about like which laundry is the is the smelly? Is the people that have maybe wrestling and volleyball, or uh, yeah, wrestling and. And hockey, definitely talk to the hockey guys. You think the hockey laundry's gonna gonna really smell? Oh
1: yeah, and oh, their yeah. equipment's st- their equipment yeah. stinks. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's just no way around
2: it. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's better than it used to be, but it's still not. Yeah.
0: Is it because you can't air out their their equipment so much? Is it's like thicker, or why is that?
1: Well, it's like take a like a shoe and get it soaking wet, mm. and then just let it set. Set it there and see how long it takes to dry. And reminds oh. you, you're going to wear it tomorrow again, and you're going to—it's going to be soaked again.
0: <laughs> yeah, Same thing okay. with
1: those shoulder pads and their shin guards and all that. Ugh. Yep,
2: everything. Put them in the locker room, turn up the heat, and blow the fans on them, and that's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also in episode one, I think Alvy and I mentioned, I think we talked a little bit about what Alvi would do if he wasn't like doing football and what other sports. Tim, you do like Olympic sports, but if you had like, if you could choose anything, would you still do Olympic sports? Which of the Olympic sports would you choose to kind of like, you know, have somebody else manage, you know, maybe if you like, I don't know if Albie could like take on more of, you know, besides like football or what would be like kind of your ideal sports to manage?
1: Um, I mean, nothing against football and uh, I, I did football for many, many years, um, but I, I, nothing against football and I love football and, you know, I, until a couple, not a year or so ago, I used to travel and not do a whole bunch, but I still enjoyed being with the and, and stopped and, you know, helped out where I could. But um, I would never do football again. <laughs> That's my own personal opinion. <laughs> and, and part of that is because, I, I mean, I just like doing Olympic sports. I, I like dealing with multiple people, different coaches, different athletes, different types of athletes. Um, You know, uh, if I had to pick, you know, Olympic sports that I would continue to do, um, I mean, I... And I love doing baseball. I love our baseball program. I love our baseball staff. Um, you know, I, and not to say that I don't love all the other staffs and I do, because I, we have a great, great bunch of coaches right now. Um, and I, I mean, it goes all the way from, you know, basketball to all the way to, you know, bowling, you know, and, and we have a great group of coaches. So I, I don't know what sports I, I would. You know, baseball and softball I would continue to do. Um, if I had to give up any, it'd be tough. Um, I think I think I would give up track and cross country just because they have as many athletes, if not more, than football, and that would lessen my load. And you uh, know, I don't think it, it's a as you know trying to get out of doing work. I just think it would enable me to pay more attention to the other sports. You know, way back when, we, we didn't have two people. Well, we had two people, but we didn't have the setup that we had. So, I mean, it, it used to be just all football, all football, all football, all football. And, you know, to me, and I'm partial because I've been doing the Olympic sports for quite some time now. Sure. I always felt that they, that they didn't get enough. They didn't get enough love. They didn't get enough attention. You know, they always kind of sometimes fell by the wayside, you know, because, you know, when you, when you have a program that has 10 kids, you know, compared to a program that has 120, you know, it, it, it's just time, time and, and physical, you know, ability to do sport takes longer than 10 athletes.
0: Yeah, and I definitely see that I that the Olympic sports don't, you know, kind of get the love that that football does for the most part. I mean, uh, they just, they just don't get quite the media attention. And
1: yeah, they don't because we're not we're not, a, you know, a Notre Dame and Ohio State where they've got you know, five or six full-time equipment managers, plus to have you know assistant equipment managers, plus to have graduate assistants, plus to have student workers. So we don't have all the resources as far as that goes to, to give them the time and you know the detail that we we, we need to give them. Because they're just as even though they're not revenue generating sports, they just they, they're just as much part of the athletic program as, as anybody. I mean, they're student athletes they're students first, mm-hmm. so you know, sure. you know, yeah. so we just don't have the resources
2: like that. So, what is your what's your favorite story from all years of managing being an equipment manager?
1: My favorite story,
2: yeah, oh boy. Aside from the one where I was dancing naked in the equipment room on the tables, but you know, regardless of yeah, that, yeah, that that's one. the top
1: of the line right there. But I mean, I, I, I mean, like as far as being in the equipment room or dealing with a a sport.
2: <laughs> Yeah, whatever. whatever's your favorite story from being an equipment manager. I don't care if it was even back when you was pretending to be equipment manager for Marriott of Baseball.
0: Hey,
1: Alton. I was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw a, I saw a Division Three World Series. Thank you very much. I worked, I, worked, I, worked, I worked grounds crew. I got to stay there late at night. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's fun. It was, fun. was college,
2: student. Yeah, Yeah, I know. He was getting beers. So he didn't care. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, some, I mean, I mean, in our, in our equipment room, I mean, you better be prepared because every, that day could be the best story ever because you never know what's going to happen. But,
2: oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I think
1: athletically, uh, athletically, I think, you know, <laughs> my first game at YSU for football it was a Thursday night. Um, and I, I, I mean, I worked at, you know, where we got, you know, not very many fans. When I came there, and I, you know, people kind of told me that Thursday night games were a popular thing. But when I walked out in the field for the first time, and there were you know twenty plus thousand people there, and it was pretty exhilarating, you know. And obviously, you know, when you know semifinal games against Happy State, you know, winning the conference championship in baseball. And being and being there when we want to here at home. There's just so many. It's hard to pick one out. And you know, within the equipment room, I mean, we've had a lot of good times. And you know, you know, we don't we don't do brain surgery like we always talk about. I mean, our job's not, you know, we're not saving lives.
2: Tell that some of the coaches and players. Sometimes <laughs> they think it's a matter of life or death. Sometimes I know.
1: I mean, regardless of whether the athlete has the right pair of shorts on that that soccer game's gonna happen regardless (laughs) absolutely you know know, if they don't have the right belt on that baseball game is still gonna happen but yeah i mean there's just so many good memories i mean i mean a couple weeks that we dressed up in shirt and
2: tie and yeah we had the whole department screwed up there we screwed up the whole department on that one
0: i mean i don't know why you know you know soon tie day isn't isn't an actual day, you know, for equipment managers nationwide. I mean, you guys should get together and and do that all across the board.
2: That would screw up a lot of people. Yeah, you
1: talk to some equipment guys. They, you know, business casual is an everyday thing for them, but uh, uh not not to me. Not when you're doing laundry for you know six to eight hours a day, and you're moving boxes, and you're getting on the ground, and I'm not dressing up in business casual <laughs> i'm i'm fine with what we you know we wear
2: we're lucky we, we're lucky if you're dressed some days
1: well some days yeah i mean you know depends on who's coming in absolutely all right
2: what's your uh what's your favorite road trip story or or your worst road trip story i think i know this <laughs> one is <laughs> which one the worst one Uh, Whichever whichever Story you want to present us with
1: Well I have a couple actually Um,
2: (laughs) Oh yeah I'm sure
1: You know Playing uh, western Kentucky For the back then Missouri Valley Conference title Going there and it's, uh, it's Frigid temperature it's below zero We go there we go to set up the headsets There's one kid down On the sidelines and the rest of us Are up in the press box and we set them up And they just they don't work (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they just don't work. And for whatever reason, I have no idea. I'm not an electrician or technical <laughs> person. So I'm like, there we go. So luckily they had an old, old set, <laughs> the ones that were in the old uh, lunchbox, you know, and hooked up by batteries and stuff. We got those working and, you know, they were wired. They weren't wireless. So the coaches had wires on the sidelines. And every time Coach A. walked by me, He's like, yeah, conference championship, and we're wearing wires. And I was like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, you know, and playing, uh, we were, I can't remember the school's name, but we were playing out, out by Vegas.
2: So he's at Southern Utah. Southern
1: Utah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, it rained from the, the beginning of the day and the entire game. And of course, that's, that's where weren't working. And I spent the entire game on my. Belly trying to fix these headsets and all i could hear was coach hancock yelling at because the headsets were working and i'm like what do you want me to do i'm trying to get these things to work and i i, I don't know i'm just pushing buttons <laughs> I don't
0: know. no the number the number one rule in it is turn it off and back on again
1: i, I i've learned that over the years that's the very first thing you do Yes, I, I, I've learned that. I learned that the hard way, actually. He's,
2: and he's done that, too.
1: Yeah, I've done that many times, trust me. <laughs> um, you know, another worst one was, you know, uh, Missouri State traveling in the back of a empty trailer with some athletic administrators. Just leave it at that. <laughs>
2: that could happen again this year.
1: Yeah, I know. He keeps telling me it's going to, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a lot of good things. I mean, a lot of good things happened.
2: You know, it's, it takes care bad. <laughs> you know, I got, a, I got a favorite story from Tim and he, he'll, he'll, he'll turn red on this one, but we was, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I know. There's a lot, of, a lot of ways this could go. We were at, yeah, could. we was at one, we was at a conference, not really important. And we we're sitting there sleeping twin beds not the big penguin like we preferred but and it's it's getting near the morning and i'm laying there awake and all of a sudden i hear i hear tim saying hi i'm tim gallo i'm tim I was like, i'm like, i tim i'm tim gallo I'm glad to meet you or something like that and about two seconds after that he wakes up he says well i was talking to my sleep i said Yes, you were. So Tim, I don't know what Tim was doing in his sleep, but he was greeting everybody and he's telling his name. So it was, so it was, uh, it was entertaining. He talks in his sleep a little bit. Sometimes, sometimes I do. <laughs> wow. Yeah, You
1: know, it is what it
2: is. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh man. Okay. Well, we're, I think I think I'm going to wrap up this episode, but uh, hopefully, I convinced can convince Tim to come back on here if Albie haven't, hasn't scared him away, so.
1: Absolutely, anytime.
0: I just, uh, I want to thank you, Tim, for, for coming on here. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for inviting me. Appreciate yeah. it. I had fun.
0: <laughs> yep, you and Albie have been talking about doing a podcast for quite a while, so I'm glad. Yes, that. we have.
1: It's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: all right well um until our next episode uh we should have another another guest on and uh i hope everybody stays safe and stay sane out there um and i'll talk to you later bye
2: all right take care everybody thank you bye bye bye